We're back again with another episode in a series of podcasts that we recorded at the recent Goodwood Festival of Speed. And this one is going to be quite exciting because we managed to corner and quite literally doorstep the rock and roll CEO of Singer. Singer cars? Yeah. Singer vehicles? Oh, yeah. you always have to be a bit careful with the legalities of how you mention their cars. But the man who makes very, 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 very beautiful reimagined 911s and uh, Rob Dickinson we actually did the interview under a tree next to a uh, champagne tent which weirdly he didn't want to take a glass of champagne from us it was the most bizarre moment in my life you know this is this is a guy with a uh, uh, with whose cv includes being in a famous rock band he's now tries to bring some of that rock and roll flavor to his company but of course it's getting bigger and bigger and it's actually something we talked about that he's trying to hold on to that as the numbers and the number of people that work for him gets bigger and bigger but he turned down a glass of champagne and we were like oh rob rob you're getting a bit sensible aren't you it was 11 in the morning but never mind but uh yeah plenty of other things that we ticked off you know the future of singer whatever happened to the singer acs that all went a bit quiet yeah the off-road kind of dakar ready uh resto mod car that's all gone a bit quiet we talk about that and also a bit of a sort of a uh, bit of a new scoop that he might be pausing production of the classic singer, the the regular, the original singer that we all know and love. But listen to this, because Rob can explain all. Okay, so Rob Dickinson, welcome to the Top Gear magazine podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, not at all. Uh, just so you know, we're standing next to the singer stand. It's quite literally a stand with the, the turbo study on it. We've got the DLS on the other side. You're going to hear chatter. You're going to hear clinking of champagne glasses. Not from us, unfortunately. I think moment. it's a plinth. It's a plinth, not a stand, a plinth. when you say. It's yeah. beautiful. Next to the champagne, which Rob refused a glass, which was, which yeah. was good. Not his time of the day to have a... Uh, no. Yeah, 11am I've had the first beer at our pub. We've got, a, we've, we turn, we've got a little hospitality type affair up by the track and we've uh, turned it into a pub. All right, so that's the end of the podcast. Called, Thank you for coming. <laughs> called The Whale's Tale. Oh, perfect. Da -da. Ta -da. Oh, it's like you thought it through and everything. Great, we've thought it through, haven't we? Got it. Unfortunately, we can't see the whale tail from here. We've got whale's tail ale. We've got whale's tail ale at our pub, and it's it's quite quite a theme. So tell us a bit more about the car that is on the plinth, the turbo study. Let's know what all that's well, about and where the it, idea came it's, from. It's 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 our attempt to celebrate Porsche's first supercar, which I think the 930 Turbo was. It was the first first 911 I ever had a ride in. Which is 1976 when I was 11. A high bar for a, the first one. A black 1975 three-liter turbo, previously owned by previously previously owned by King Hussein of Jordan, which was even at the tender age of 11 that that sent tremors through my body. I don't know. It has been quite profound. Had a red tartan interior, and it changed my my life really. To not put it to, to put it not to put it too fine a point on it, and. Um, and having, you know, done normally aspirated engines for 12 years at Singer, we, we, we thought what a fabulous opportunity to get our fingers dirty with uh, understanding forced induction and turbocharging. And um, so the same chap that did the DLS engine has designed the turbo engine for, for our turbo study. And, uh, you know, an, an opportunity to maybe, f dare I say it, fix some of the issues that I've always had with the turbo, the 930 turbo. So it's always been a car I've loved, but it felt like it 
nip and tuck when dragging it into the 21st what, century what, what, might what, be a good idea. So what does that that's list what of issues include then? Stance, maybe, mainly. You know, wheel arches making promises the wheels can't keep was was something that a phrase that kept buzzing through my head for like 20 20 years while I was when I looked at 930s um, and getting the getting the stance right and getting the wheels in the right position using that opportunity to put some bigger brakes on the car and up, up, upgrade that kind of stuff and the, and the mechanical grip and um, and just getting out of the way of the the iconography and celebrating the great bits and um, maybe editing some of the not so great bits out. And was the DLS because obviously that being the kind of the apex of uh, naturally aspirated, they're called engines. Was that like okay? That's a. It's it's not a full stop, but it's a moment. So let's go and explore turbos now. Exactly. Yeah. I, I I think we've taken the normally aspirated flat six air cooled flat six as far as we can go. Our, our attempt with DLS was to build the most extravagantly wonderful engine that anyone's ever seen. I don't know whether we have or not, but history, history, it's history. Pretty good. Well, history, well, history, we'll history have to dial in Ollie Marriage for that bit, but um, yes, yeah, yes, I mean it is. He, it, he concurs. It's a, it's a hell of a. It really is a hell of a, an engine, and um, and you know it was time to have a go at you know turb, turbocharging is synonymous with Porsche in, in many ways, and that sense of grand touring and that it was a car that was never meant to go on a track or have you know slide around. It was meant to be for those romantic long distance journeys and grand touring. You know, to do a refined car, really chase the NVH and, and, and make the car, dare I say it, luxurious and something that make, made you feel super good as well as being super fast and super refined was a, another opportunity, another challenge for us, I guess, after, after the DLS and the Classic, which we've been doing for 12 years. Because when we drove the DLS, we had that, your engine man there. And he was like, you think this is good? Wait until you see what I've been working on, which was right. the turbo. Right. The complexity involved, obviously, is going to be well up there, like everything else that you do. Boost and turbo lag, synonymous with the original. What's happening here? We, well, we, it, it's a turbo lag. What, always a conversation, right, with 930 turbos. And we've had a lot of people ask us, are we going to... This engine has no lag at all. Nothing. <laughs> now, if we could introduce some lag into it, you know, the count three seconds and then it comes, which we might do for a bit of fun, but we don't, we don't have to put up with turbo lag anymore. You just have a switch on the dash, lag mode. Yeah, it's lag mode, right? Yeah. And, or 1974. Are you lagging? 1974. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 75. Um, so, no, I mean, the, 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 so it's a twin turbo, um, uh, super state of the art turbo and they spool up really quickly. And it's, but it's not, you know, there's so much uh, pre uh, precedent around turbocharging the air-cooled engine. Um, there's not much left to do with it, to be honest with you. Certainly not in the configuration of the normal uh, uh, heads and, and everything else. So it's, it's reasonably well-trodden ground, but just taken, we've really chased the details and, um, I mean, it's, a, it's an absolute freaking monster. It's like, yeah, I was, I was looking at the stats over there on the I on mean, the it board, really so is. I mean, we, we were just, it was shockingly talky. Yeah. And we're going to have to actually turn it down a little bit. And um, and we haven't really started tuning it or perfecting it yet, but that's going to happen in the next couple of months. So it's, yeah, super exciting. And how, how does it work? Is it a limited number of cars or is it is each project bespoke? Will you build as many as you want to build, you know? Well, DLS was, was limited. We knew it had to be limited because of how much we had to charge for it, which was like an arm and a leg. And we knew that people would want it to be in that small number. So we've had to uh, accept the reality of the market there but no turbo is like classic is um 
is it currently is open ended, um, and we'll see we'll see how um, we'll see how we go with the numbers. But oh, good um, news, because that's the thing with classic. You bring out all these exceptional no, super studies. Not, studies. <laughs> the bread and butter. So how is that side of singer going and the popularity? Is, are you just it's, tucking uh, them all away? Or? No, it's about, we've actually stopped taking orders now for Classic. We've, we've, we've capped Classic at about 450. Um, um, and we've, we've, you know, people have responded to that rather well. So we've got a lot of turbos to build as well. So, <laughs> so, so it, you know, it, it, it's... I'd, I'd love to say there's a master plan. There isn't really a master plan. There wasn't a master plan 12, 13 years ago when we started, but we're kind of making up as we go along. But we're just trying to be respectful to the guys that are buying the cars. We want to maintain the values of the cars as, as if they change hands afterwards, of course, which I think has more to do with the, the perception of Singer as a, a, dare I say, a brand yeah. over and above, hopefully, the quality of the cars. So we're, we're, we're paying attention to that. And we have to grow up a little bit, but we still have this kind of, rock and roll culture a little bit which I'm desperately trying to hang on to as we get more you know as we get we've got 250 people well, you turned down a glass well. of champagne a minute ago Rob I'm, yeah I'm not, it's quite yeah. sensible isn't it yeah, you should be drinking out it's of the rock bottle. and roll yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah I've got to fix that but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah it's, it's a balance and we're, we're trying to figure out the so balance so the classics are capped at 450 no more orders I don't know whether 450 is the right number, but we're certainly not taking yeah. any more commissions okay. for the classic at the moment. Okay. And, um, at the moment, or is that it? You're gonna, uh, you want to move on? I as, see. I, as, as, I, as I say, we're 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 trying to make sense. We just moved into this mega new building in Torrance, in in California. To everything is under one roof now for the first time in 14 years, and we're getting a sense of putting some proper process into the into the building of the cars. And then we'll see. So we've kind of taken a pause, I think, with Classic okay. at the moment. So I think that's Has the, best the world ran out of 964 donor cars? No. No. It's a genuine thing. You hear from a lot of people and they talk about singers. Surely they must have run out by no, now. No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's tens of thousands of them. And there's still plenty of ratty ones which we have, <laughs> which we don't feel too bad about um, uh, you know, reimagining. Have, have, have they run out of commission names? Was it, was, no. There was nothing exciting. No, no, no. Was no. it like the Newbury edition or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, no. No, it's, uh, people are getting more uh, extravagant with their naming of them. Our clients name their cars, whatever they choose to. Uh, would so you ever uh, move on to another model, 911 model, or is that a not hard at, rule not, for at, you? not at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've got, we've got, we've, we're, we're going to show something hopefully as, as exciting next year, and then 2024 there's going to be something else that hopefully it's going to excite people. So we've got, we've got a lot of 911 celebrating still to do. Yeah. Um, probably all 964 based. Um, but who knows? I mean, we are figuring it out as we go along. I, I have to say, I probably shouldn't admit that, but we are. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's the good part. That's a good part. Um, so the other study, ACS, um, what can you tell us about that? What, what, what's happened? Um, obviously, I'd love to drive it. That's probably not very likely, but um, yeah, what's happened with that Well, it was, it, was, it was commissioned by one of our fabulous clients as a, as a kind of one-off, and uh, we showed it to the world, and, and it, it, it got kind of good reaction, which was, which was, which was very cool. So we're just, uh, we're just um, it's an enormously, extravagantly fabulous thing. As you know, we did it with Richard Tuttle, the, uh, we went the, to see the, it the, the master. Tuthill's garage. Absolutely, and, uh, I remember yeah, your lovely video. Thank you. The details. Thank you for that. And, and um, so we're, we're, we're just making sense of 
how we could maybe build some more if, if anybody wants any more. We're not sure. It's such a specialized thing, right? But there was a tarmac version as well. So there was one that could literally do the Dakar and then yes. one that you could slide around yes uh, that, that, that one's that one's still kind of waiting in the wings um but now we're, we're, we're it was a as i say it was it was it was ostensibly from the get-go a one-off thing and we weren't necessarily going to show it to the world but we did because we all were so proud of it mm. and um we're, we're we're figuring out what to do um with yeah we, we might we i'd like to think that we will make some more well, I hope you do, because it was an astonishing thing to see up close. Awesome, yeah. yeah. yeah Glitzy yeah. bits galore on that one. Like all Singer projects, but that one, when you enter the off-road market, the yeah. dampers still get me every time I see them, basically. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> the double, yeah, yeah, the double. Spare dampers. dampers. Yeah, it's always good to have some spare dampers. Now, Rob, deeper. we've been going around um, asking very serious businessmen, uh, CEOs, heads of companies, um, and also you. Um, <laughs> you're not in the same suit as they are. They're all very posh suits with ties around. But yeah, Rob's in a very relaxed LA look of a white t-shirt and there's some black chinos. Yeah, so, so we, we want the world to know a little bit more about uh, about you. Um, do you have any points on your license currently for? for yes, speeding? I do. I've got I've got uh, six points on my uh, my California license. There we go. How, uh, how many are you allowed in? From my Sprite, forty. Six miles an hour in a thirty mile an hour zone in Sherman Oaks yeah. in, the, in the in the San Fernando Valley two weeks ago. I'm I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah. Surely the British accent does some magic with the police no. officer in the US. Lovely car. Lo yeah. I'm about to do an Australian so, accent. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely car, mate. No, no, he wasn't an Australian a cop. Now he he, comment, he he complimented the the frog eye, but uh, still gave me a ticket. I got pulled over in an Aston once in California and did the full. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm really? terribly sorry. How fast? What is the speed limit around here? Was, he let me off. Really? Let me off. You went trying hard. No, no, no. clearly not. Turn it on. Right. Um, when was the last time you changed a tire? Two weeks ago in Derby. Wow. That is rock and roll. Yeah, and it, but it was easy because it was a it was a it was a it was a Barani wire wheel that I was being taught how to put on and put off properly. Oh, oh, oh well, that's kind of taking it. Yeah, I was about with, to say with Rob, Rob, Rob Dickinson, man a, of the people, with a huge <laughs> mallet with a with a, a lead bit on it. Yeah, that you hammer is you know you have, and it and it deforms. And I've so I now I, I know how to fit a Barani. Lovely, yes. right. Um, that sounds like a, like an Indian rap or something. Yeah, but uh, also, do you wash cars? I, wash I, I, I wash love cars. washing cars. Oh, really? Are you kidding me? I love washing cars. I get massive satisfaction out of keeping our cars clean. Whenever our cars are dirty, and everyone says, oh, they look great dirty. I'm going, no, they don't. They've got to be bloody clean. So I, I, I love cleaning cars. To be fair, with the, the wheel arch... I'm the, a bit the of a detailer, of, i got to say, you. the attention that you put into the way the wheel arch meets the, the wall of the tyre. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. this is like... It's got to be clean, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, You've got yeah. three guys cleaning the bloody uh, things. And finally, we've asked the great and the good of the, 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 the CEOs of uh, businesses. What's their karaoke song? You've got a musical background, so you must have one in the locker, surely. Karaoke song? Um... More than a feeling. Oh, a classic. Boston, come on. Okay, Perfect. Rob Dickinson, take it away. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, okay. Don't worry, there's I'm a few too many people around here. It might, might damage your reputation. No, but we are next to the champagne tent, so yeah, we can have a few yeah, of those. We'll and just we can it sing it from the top of the Goodwood House. All right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks so much for your time. Pleasure. Thank you, guys. Cheers.